Vernon, thank you for joining us today. Hello, good to see you. Good to see you too. Vernon Bubb is Director of Sales Amir at Clary. Vernon has over 16 years of sales experience, having worked for BT for over 10 of those years, responsible for a P&L in line with 88 million of annual revenue growth. Before leaving BT, he'd built up a pipeline of contract value worth over 1.2 billion, moving on to head up enterprise sales solutions for LinkedIn before becoming director and mayor of Clary. Clary is ranked number one for sales operations by G2. Clary's revenue operations platform uses AI and automation to help B2B organizations drive growth and retention by increasing win rates, shortening sales cycles, and improving forecast accuracy. Clary is used by hundreds of sales, marketing, and customer success teams at B2B companies like Semantic, Dropbox, Okta, to drive pipeline, improve execution, improve forecasting, and reduce churn. Clary is on a mission to help companies realize their fullest potential by transforming their revenue operations to be more connected, more efficient, and more predictable. And you've been using artificial intelligence to unlock all that activity and value. The result, more insight, less guesswork, and ultimately more predictable revenue. Vernon, fantastic to have you with us today. Sounds good, great introduction, thank you. Glad to hear it. What are you most excited about today, Vernon? Uh, so one uh, of my most excited about today was a few things. Well, first of all, one of the largest companies in the UK has just agreed to uh, budget for Clary for next year. So that's pretty good. And this morning, we've got, I've got a potential customer in Dubai that's going from Series B to Series C and a chief revenue officer for a company the same size in London has just agreed to be a reference. Wow. And uh, yes, and then we're just, we've just turned Clary on for a company in Barcelona and you know, within hours we can see it's, it's accuracy plus or minus a couple of percent, which is quite exciting. So all those three things making it a good 24 hour period. Great. So how do you often start your day? What's the first thing you think so, about when you wake up in the morning? Yeah, so I do have to think about that a bit, but basically the first thing I think about is exercise because the probability of me doing exercise decreases significantly through the day. <laughs> and I've learned that the only time I can really do it is when I wake up and right. first time in the morning. And what is often the exercise, the first thing you so do? So I try and I have as much variability as possible because I don't like to do the same things very often. Right. So my this week I ran with a dog around the park. Mm -hmm. I've ran uh, the two bridges uh, along the river one day, tidied the garden for an hour, anything to keep it varied. Excellent. That's great to hear. Thinking about the level of um, responsibility that you've had in the organizations that you work in, where did you get that motivation and inspiration to achieve what you've achieved in your career? Well, I think like the, so the question is like what inspires me or motivates me. And, and on a day-to-day -day basis, it's meeting people who have a goal and are driven towards it, whether it's for friends, family, people I meet professionally, yeah. and the goal might be work orientated, to create a family, to build a house, it doesn't matter what it is, people have got a passion and a vision and they're driving towards it. And that's what motivates me and, and I find inspiring. Amazing. Can you recall your first ever experience of sales? I uh, raised, when I was 18, I saved a thousand pounds and that was enough to go around the world on six pounds a day budget. Wow. And my when I landed in Sydney, um, 
I was squeegeeing. You know, when you're on the, the stop at the traffic lights and you clean things. And I didn't make a lot of money cleaning people's windscreens. So I got a job selling dried flowers door to door. So each morning I'd go and give my passport over. Then they give me a basket full of flowers. Then they give me a map. And I have to go get on the train, go to that street, go down the street selling dried flowers door to door. And I was a number one salesperson. And that was my, that first, my first proper sales job. That's a fantastic um, story and experience. And I wonder if there would be a way to help all salespeople start door to door. It's very difficult. So good on you. Um, thinking about the career and um, each stage of your career growth, what do you think's made you successful in those roles? I think, um, well, so yeah, so there was a CEO talk once I went to, and he said uh, his advice to people was run towards the fire. And that I must have, it must have been 20 years ago since I went to that, but I still remember it and wow. use it a lot. So at BT, the particular issue that we had was we didn't know, we didn't know who to talk to in the customers. There were existing customers, large customers, but we wanted to sell new products. We didn't know how to find the people to go and talk to them about what we were selling. And so running towards that, I learned about LinkedIn. We became one of the first customers in the world for LinkedIn Sales Navigator. And after the back of that, I moved to LinkedIn. And while I was at LinkedIn, for the first couple of years, we were constantly reiterating and changing the forecasting process. And I was always trying to learn how to do that better. And that in itself has led me to Clary, which I think is the best in the world at that subject. That's amazing. So. It's my understanding now that you're looking to uh, develop a sales team yes. here in London. Yeah. What type of attributes are you looking for from the sales professionals that you're speaking yeah. to? Well, I think, uh, you know, in the past, I was always looking for that silver bullet of there was a perfect answer to that question, which is what the perfect people are looking for as a salesperson. But actually, it does depend on what the sales job is and the company. So I think right now what we need is entrepreneurial spirit mm -hmm. uh, we need somebody who's got something to prove and that they're quite scrappy mm -hmm. in what they've done in the past because it's not easy being the first couple of people starting up in a region interesting and how have you found um the response to the opportunity at clary from people uh the opportunity what for the employees or for customers for the employees there's been a lot of people we've been talking to. And yep. It's quite exciting. People, the main people, uh, there was a company, which I won't name, that rolled out Clary last week. And the same day, three people applied to Clary. Wow. Okay. So they're responding to engaging with your product yes. and that's the, helping them discover you. Yes. Um, Probably 50% of the people we're talking to have used Clary. Fantastic. Um, so thinking about Clary as a place to work, mm -hmm. What have you discovered in the DNA that makes it such a special place to work? So in uh, September, we went camping together as a company mm -hmm. uh, in Costa Noa. And we, uh, we, as a company, we walked through the forest, we played on the beach, we had campfires, uh, we all had tents that we stayed in. And during that event, I was talking to one of the people, the person who leads the IT team, and I learned he was a polyglot. I didn't know what a polyglot was. Uh, which person speaks multiple languages, and I'm sure most people know that. And he also has worked for one of my potential customers, so it was good to meet him. Right. So I, I think what I just think Clary is extremely professional, extremely focused on our vision of transforming revenue operations. Uh, but we take time to appreciate and build personal relationships, are important, which are important. Excellent. One of the things that's become apparent in my travels is there is. Um, 
different level of maturity in understanding sales technologies here in the UK and Europe. Yeah. And I think it'd be quite helpful to hear from you. What exactly does Clary do? Yeah. Okay. So um, our goal is to transform revenue operations by making it more connected, more efficient and predictable. So what do we actually do? So first of all, uh, we connect all the disparate sources of data. So everybody uses the CRM system, but there is also data in email and calendar and Marketo and all the marketing automation tools and Salesloft and Outreach and Gong and all those places. So we pull all that data together and we timestamp all the data. So we have more access to data in the sales process uh, than anyone else. The second thing is a deeper level of analysis and insight that we can apply to that data. Mm-hmm. And you know, with that, today for your CRM tool, your CRM tool can't tell you, um, are you gonna hit your forecast this quarter? What is your forecast for next quarter? It can't tell you if you're working on a dud deal or a great deal. And it can't tell you if you've got enough pipeline for next quarter to hit next quarter's revenue. Where Clary pulls all the data together and puts it in a place that helps us to answer those questions. Amazing. Um, with your responsibility for Amir, what, what are you looking to achieve in 2020? Mm. Um, so for 2020, we're, going, we're hiring some new salespeople. We're hiring some pre-sales engineers. Um, hiring a customer success manager. So we're, we're building a team. Yeah. And so in tw- as we get towards the end of 2020, and we've probably then gone for the from the 10 customers we are now to probably another 20 customers on top of that, mm-hmm. we'll be then um, starting to you know, get the plans together for the following year and build on the success we had. Amazing. That's exciting. Mm. Thinking a bit more personally about you and your experience of sales, question I often ask is, is there a particular book that has resonated with you that's had an impact in your sales career? So, well, I read a lot and the book, um, so I'm going to take the liberty of two books. So the book I'm reading right now mm-hmm. is Behind the Clouds by Mark Benioff, yeah. which yeah, I've only just started reading. If you're in a SaaS business, everybody's got to read that book yeah. because it's fantastic. Um, but the I think the book that, The Power of Now, I don't know if you've heard of that yeah. book, um, just about appreciating the importance of being in the moment. And here we are. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but the question is like, why? Because it can be a bit of a random answer. And I think the key thing is in sales, uh, people who are less experienced in sales, they miss the opportunity of being in the moment to listen to the customer. And the reason for that is because they have so much noise going on in their head. Yeah. That's a good note. Um, if you think of the hundreds of salespeople you've interacted with throughout your career, what stood out about the best? So uh, building, on the th- building on the subject of uh, being in the moment, so that's not living in the past, what training am I, have I been told that I need to talk about in this meeting? Uh, thinking about being in the moment, not in the future, where do I want to be and what do I want to do? But being in the moment and listening to the customer A, B, appreciating that the only reason we exist in sales is to solve a problem for the customer Mm -hmm. and appreciating that. And then finally, good salespeople truly understand the value that they're creating for the customer, for their company, and importantly, for themselves. So I think all three equally. Excellent. 
With the impact of um, technologies being put in the hands of sales professionals, a lot of macroeconomic trends, just change happening within the, yeah. pression, uh, in the profession. Where do you see it going? Like, where do you see sales as a profession going, in your view? So today, um, so if we just take one example of that within Clary, where we can predict whether a deal is likely to close or not likely to close, where we can see the level of activity from marketing and sales all against individual opportunities, it's an example of, of how much data and visibility there is and there is available that you can apply then the machine learning to. Um, that's not going to stop. I mean, we've just started the process of analyzing the data and starting the process of understanding the value of all that. So the consequence of that is emotional intelligence will be at the center of everything and being able to understand um, your emotions, your customers' emotions, being able to manage relationships um, will become increasingly important. And sales confidence and mental well-being will be at, will be at the center of everything. I'm, I'm glad you, you mentioned that. Much of um, uh, this is about understanding your emotional intelligence mm -hmm. and helping our listeners unlock their potential. Um, so from that perspective, thinking about your own confidence, what does confidence mean to you and where do you get it from? So I think the, uh, I think you, people get, I think I get confidence from by thinking deeply about things. Um, I think when you end up in a situation where you're not confident, it's not confident is because you haven't thought deeply about what it is you're doing and why you're doing it. Yeah. So uh, thinking deeply about what am I doing it? Why am I doing it? Why am I here? What value am I adding? How am I being useful? If you've thoroughly thought through all of that information, then there's no reason why you shouldn't be confident. So that's interesting. It's having that level of depth and yeah. understanding and therefore truly understanding yourself, understanding your buyer, understanding the problem you're solving. So therefore you, you feel confident in your ability to be informed and informative. Yeah. Uh, and it's interesting because I think there is a perception around the art of sales that you can just um, bluff your way through. Yeah. I'm not sure if that is a sustainable approach to building a successful sales career. No, no, that's right. Okay, so well, it comes to, um, so having a point of view. So with all this preparation and deep thought, that doesn't mean that you're fixed and you're correct because yeah. within the customer meeting in the first five minutes, you're like, oh, everything I thought is actually incorrect. So, and then as the, as the term might be today, the kind of growth mindset is being able to say, okay, I didn't, I, I read it wrong. I didn't understand it. Okay, tell me now what it is I what you think I need to know. Interesting. Has there been some challenges in your career? Has there been some times where you've had to kind of overcome a hardship that maybe threw you off center and you know, how did you manage and what did you need to do to overcome the difficulties you well, faced? Well, I think like with this continuous drive for self-improvement and putting ourselves outside the comfort box, we always have those motion, those issues on a, on a regular basis. But the one that stands out for me uh, was I went to a wedding in New Forest. It was a, a friend of a friend. And, uh, and my mouth was so full of ulcers, I just couldn't talk. I mean, it was horrific. I just, my body had just reacted to the stress in that chosen to 
in that moment. Never happened before, probably never will happen again. Uh, but I had to go to bed early, which was very unusual. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that was all driven by being a first line sales manager. It was my first job as a sales line, first line sales manager. Um, all the people in my team had had about 20 years experience. And if they didn't like their targets, they brought their union backers to the meeting. Wow. And that was a, a that was a hard learning experience. Wow. I mean, th- something that we care about as sales confidence is helping people each stage of their career. Mm-hmm. I think it's evident um, the challenges around that being a first line manager, and yeah. that level of effort and responsibility. Yes, it's a big job. Um, what 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 do you think? If you had to listen back already to this conversation and there are people listening into what we're discussing, what would be a few tips that you would have for them to help yeah. with their own confidence? Um, so, well, first of all, in terms of building a career, and which is all linked to having confidence, I, th- I think building a career is like building a house. It's only as strong as the foundations and each brick that you put into your career or each meeting you go to or each sale you make or each quarter you deliver you need to do that to the best of your ability and have learned something from it, whether it went well or didn't go well. What did you learn from that that mm-hmm. is enabling you to go on to the next step? Um, so I think every day is a learning opportunity from that point of view. And I think, yeah, and in terms of self-development and like being in the moment, I do think there's a lot to be said for meditation. And I think that's a great thing to do. Mm-hmm. When I do that every day, it makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. I don't do it enough now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but doing that and thinking deeply about why it is you're doing what you're doing can only but result in greater confidence. That's great. Um, so we're coming up to the end of the uh, the interview. Um, thank you for being so open and honest and sharing. You talked at the beginning about, you think about your exercise routine yeah. and your health, and you've yeah. also highlighted um, uh, uh, meditation and mindfulness yeah. practice. Um, is, is there just something that you would like to impart on our listeners like a final thought or something that you would like to share um well let's see so um i think just being useful finding something where you can add value looking after yourself Mm -hmm. uh, making sure you get enough sleep is probably one of the core things i think about a lot Uh, whenever i don't get enough sleep then things fall to pieces so look after your physical health look after your mental health, be useful and enjoy yourself. Amazing. Vernon, it's been an absolute pleasure um, to have you here today. Um, We are really excited about the partnership Sales Confidence is building with Clary. Um, I think it's fantastic that um, you've been leveraging our community and audience to go to market in the UK and Europe. And it's fantastic that um, you're at a point now that you're looking to hire. Um, So I guess people can reach out to you on LinkedIn. Certainly can, yes. Great. And they can learn more about um, what we're doing um, at salesconfidence.com and learn more about Clary uh, online. So Vernon. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you.